Hey, I'm Savannah. And I'm Adi, and we're the Polidos. We're here talking about simplifying our life, growing and loving our family, and learning about the world. And today we're talking about public school versus homeschool. So, I'm a little bummed out. So, we just, this is the second take. Yeah. We recorded something all the way to... It was, it was like a 10 minute, like we were like almost done with almost the intro 10 minutes. Like time, yeah. And obviously, nobody will know what we're talking about, and uh, so I kind of don't want to talk about that anymore. The stuff that we talked about, oh, yeah, just because we lost the footage, we, we lost the, the plot literally. So, our, our recorder just like disconnected, and that meant it lost the the um recording so mm-hmm. anyway so you don't want to talk about that anymore i don't know i, I don't <laughs> think so okay um yeah so i mean all, all it was is one of the things was we went to sizzler and i guess let's get into it <laughs> <laughs> so i think like last week we talked about that if we should go to sizzler for valentine's day right yeah which we did not we did not go we, we went to um strings italian restaurant yeah, it's for, a chain. I didn't know that. But. Yeah, for Valentine's Day, and it was delicious. It was really good. I got the uh, the chicken baina braina right something with the P and then an N and an A. What? You're not yeah. even close to being correct. Prina? No. What is it? It was first of all, we both got the same thing. Yeah. So what is and it? And it was called the pasta sienna. Oh, it's close. No, you weren't. I knew there was like an I and an E okay, and an I guess A somewhere. So, so anyway, so that's it was so it's good. A pesto um, with noodles and had a. They said it, I think a hint of curry, but it had like more than a hint. It had yeah. like like a pint of curry. <laughs> no, it had a really like a strong uh, curry uh, flavor to it, and it was yeah. so good. And I had it chicken so ra- and shrimp. Chicken and shrimp. It was so good. And then we had garlic bread. It oh, was so it was good. Delicious. I really I I really like garlic free garlic bread. Yeah. I think it's the best. Like mm-hmm. we need to do a little tournament and talk about like the best garlic free free garlic bread yeah. we've ever had in a, in at a restaurant. True. Right? We got Olive Garden to do that, right? Yep. Don't doesn't um old spaghetti factory do that too? Yes, but theirs isn't garlic bread. It's not. Okay, it's just like sweet, right? Wheat, maybe, and a yeah, little sweet Yeah, they have like bread. different kinds of bread, I think. Yeah. And then there's um, Red Lobster, right? Red Lobster. You can't forget That's about really that. That's really good. That's really good. Yeah. And then this one, um, it's not a big chain, but it's, uh, it's a really good restaurant. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. I was impressed. I was impressed. The waitress was interesting. She she <laughs> talked like she was in a hurry. She was in and such th- a hurry. And there was not a lot of people around. No, so. there wasn't. It was very interesting. It, it seemed like that was just her style. Maybe. It's like, what do you want? Okay, what else? Uh-huh. Okay, all right, bye. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, it's like she was very friendly, <laughs> but she was just like seemed in such a hurry. Yeah. But anyway, the food was really good. Yeah. But then yeah. we did go to the Sizzler last night. We did. So. Which I always refer to it as the Sizzler, but I, it's just Sizzler. Yeah. But for some reason, I always want to say the Sizzler. Yeah. Well, thank you for taking me to the Sizzler. Sorry, <laughs> Sizzler. Yeah. Uh, it was really interesting. <laughs> it was really interesting. Yeah. I think it was okay. We it went was there, okay. We went there like an hour, an hour and a half before closing. Yeah, I think we should have gone earlier. Definitely earlier, just because like at that time they stopped making fresh food. I think. Yeah, and the salad bar. It was okay. It was like a glorified salad bar, like like you like to talk about, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it was fine. Yeah. The food was fine. It was not bad at all, but it was just not particularly like really good. Yeah. And. I think for like the price you pay and everything, it's not bad at all, mm-hmm. but it's okay. But the garlic bread, again, was delicious. It really was. Yeah. I, it was one of the best garlic breads I've ever had. Yeah. It again, was we so got to do a little tournament. So the thing about this garlic bread, <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting. It's funny. It's a little like interesting because it's, I could see them buying this at the grocery store. The next door, there's a Food Max there. <laughs> the Wonder and Bread. It's Wonder Bread. Yeah. It's straight up Wonder Bread. I know I know it because I've eaten that as a little kid. Yeah. And so one side, it's all like covered with, it's all toasted and garlic and everything seasoned. The other side is just white bread, Wonder yeah. Bread. So it's really funny. <laughs> I wasn't, when they said, would you like toast? Toast, yeah. And 
for one, I, I had I've never been to a sizzler before, so I wasn't expecting toast with my unlimited salad bar yeah. choice, right? So I was like, sure, right? And then you talk talk to me like, yeah, there's a thing, right? It's really good. Okay, so and then she comes <laughs> out cool, with these be two. Cool. Be cool, be cool. <laughs> <laughs> she she lays out lays out these uh, Wonder Bread garlic bread toasted <laughs> bread, right? So I'm like, oh my gosh, this is really funny. I've never had this garlic bread in the shape of just Wonder Bread. So yeah. anyway, it's just kind of funny. Um, but the the flavor is no joke. It's, it's really, really delicious good. and so, so soft, so and hot crispy. and warm and yeah. uh, and really crispy. For sure. Very crunchy. Yeah, very yeah, but crunchy. also soft and soft because the one side is super crispy and the other side is really soft. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it was really great. And uh, as far as the the food from the salad bar, it was okay. I would give it a seven out of ten. It was I would give it a six. A six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, but not bad. It was a good experience, I think. I think so. It was interesting because you show up, you open the door, and then you then immediately there's this like walkway that turns that it's aligned to the cashier, so you order everything there there uh, up front before anything. Yeah, and um, which is interesting, right? Um, usually, you there's someone that goes and shows you where to sit down. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that was interesting, but the overall was good. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would go back for the garlic bread. Yeah, I would definitely go back. Yeah. But I just might try something else instead of the salad bar. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. So today we are talking about homeschool versus public school. Mm-hmm. We've definitely touched on this topic before. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. I mean, it's part of a story. Yeah. Yeah. But we've never done a dedicated episode. No. Talking just about schooling no so we wanted to do that today Mm -hmm. and just discuss sort of our experiences Mm -hmm. with our different you know schooling upbringings and kind of like the pros and cons the things that we feel like we gained or missed out on or you know the highs and lows i guess yeah because obviously we just had very different experiences, and so we wanted to just break it down, I guess. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right? Is that yeah, what we're so. doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So uh, we're going to be talking about um, our experiences, right? Like you said, and um, kind of just putting it up against each other, and um, let's see who wins. No, but it's it's more about <laughs> just our experience and um, talking about like the pros and cons of it, right? Let's just first talk about. Start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I think that neither of us went to preschool, right? I did for like a day and a half. You always say that, but I feel I like... I really did. I feel like that's probably not true. Well, you were in there, but no, I was. But I, feel like I remember it, taking naps. But see... Or I'm, a nap. I'm guessing, <laughs> I'm guessing it was longer than that, but maybe maybe it was like for a month or something. And it just felt like a short amount of time to you. Maybe, but I, I just remember the one day that I was... They told me to go and try to take a nap, and I was very, like, just scared. And so I think that uh-huh. I, I didn't enjoy it, and I think that's why we stopped the whole Head Start. Mm. Well, like preschool, I guess. Yeah. Right? There's a Head Start. Yeah, preschool, preschool is... Head- I think it's Head Start, so... Yeah. Yeah. Preschool so, is Head Start, or Head yeah. Start is preschool. Yeah. But I think you should ask your mom about that, because... I find it hard to believe that it was literally just a day and a half. <laughs> I really think so. I, I really... felt that way. I definitely felt that way. Okay. I want yeah. you to ask your mom about that, though. Yes. To get the real yes. story. But uh, I, d- I definitely did head start for for whatever days, and uh, <laughs> I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But the coolest thing was that you get to take some naps. But you said you were scared. Right. I mean, just... Looking back. Looking back. Retrospect. Okay. Anyway, so basically, yeah. we're going to start this with, like, kindergarten. Sure. Yeah, let's do that. So kindergarten was very um, fascinating. I think that it, there was a lot of uh, good good experiences in that uh, year in that class. I think looking back every year, there's always this like pretty cool teacher. Every there was a specific like unique looking teacher, and they had their own styles of of teaching, and uh, it was really cool. I think from kinder all the way through third grade. It was, it was, um, I think I said this before, but it, it was, um, bilingual classes. Mm-hmm. It, predominantly it was Spanish because all of the little, you know, kids were Spanish speaking mm-hmm. children. So 
Um, and then I grew up in Salinas and there's predominantly Latinos, right? And so in that little community I lived at, um, there was a lot of um, Latino kids. Mm -hmm. So we spoke Spanish and uh, and then had like no knowledge of English and you know, and so I had to learn English at school. Yeah. And that was really hard. So were you taking it was like really hard. an English class essentially? Or not, I guess in kindergarten you don't go to different classes. But I mean like you were learning English like starting in kindergarten. Yes. Even though you're saying that a lot of the instruction was in Spanish. Yes. But I, I remember the, the kindergarten teacher, she was um, Caucasian and I don't think she knew a lot of Spanish. Oh, okay. But there were a lot of like instructors out there like helping in that classroom. Mm. And I believe that they were Spanish speaking. So oh, okay. I think through them, I was able to understand what the teacher was saying. And then um, I think in first grade, it, it started to kind of, uh, the I think there were not a lot of instructors in that class. Yeah. And so it started to fade away. You know, the instructors kind of faded away as you grew older. And yeah. And then um, I think once fourth grade hit, it was strictly English. Okay. I remember, yeah, once I think the fourth grade hit, that was it. And it was really scary for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, going back to kinder... Yeah, and we don't necessarily have to go like year by year. Okay, that would be boring. But <laughs> like, I just think it'd be too long. But um, but just kind of to get a general idea of like, I guess just what those early like elementary school years were like for you. So anyway, go ahead. I wasn't trying to interrupt you. No, but. no, it's fine. I mean, there there are some stories like um, sprinkled all throughout uh, my K K two fourth you know grade and and beyond by just like i'm thinking about the f first few years in school like they were hard mm -hmm. because like any other public school kid i think that they were ex they experienced just the the stress anxiety like leaving home yeah for the first time and getting dropped off and realizing your parents won't be there for like five through eight hours you know mm -hmm. straight so and and you had to befriend your teachers in a way and just make sure that you you know got used to how they are and how they behave and and uh how they act around you and everything so it was really hard i think um i i don't think i cried or like you know held into like my mom's hands and like grabbed her and like you know told her don't let go or mm -hmm. you know um like other kids did mm -hmm. but i definitely saw all the classmates were just freaked out about it and uh -huh. were crying and not wanting to leave their parents right? yeah um, I was, I think, you know, the hand, I think I was like very, um, just scared, but I, I did it. I went for it and I walked and into the classroom mm -hmm. and eventually I was totally fine with it. Yeah. But, uh, it was definitely one of those things like you see uh, in movies and TV shows where like you see the, for the first time, like the, the kid, like having a hard time to let him go. Yeah. Right. Um, but luckily I, it was fine for me, but it was, very daunting, I think, realizing like I'm in a room with a, a lot of like numbers, hundred percent strangers. Like I yeah. don't know these kids or parents. I mean, these uh, teachers, instructors, right? Yeah. So it was very hard seeing that. But in Salinas, in, in that that system, in that educational system, and that and those the schools I went to, it was uh, I would say it was very family oriented. Like there was some parents that would um, volunteer and they mm -hmm. would become staff members. Oh, okay. I remember some kids, they had um, their parents, like, they, they were working. They were, like, supervisors walking around campus. Or oh, gotcha. Staff members. Yeah. Like, so I remember, like, um, one of my class classmates, they had, like, their parent working in the uh, at school. So oh, that was pretty cool. cool. Mm -hmm. um, and it was very safe. I definitely felt safe. There was just gates all around the school. Mm -hmm. Um and and so it was really good. Uh, I, I wanted to say let's go back to kindergarten because, like I said, there were some stories there. Like I, the one time I put my pants, yeah, because I was very scared. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was very scary. Uh, but that's pretty much it. Um, there was no other crazy like story in that year. Um, but like I said, there was um, each teacher I had. They were very like unique. Like they, I remember them specifically, just like how they would teach and who they were. Mm -hmm. Like after the first grade, I think you had um, Mr. Cook, and he was this white, tall man, and I don't think he spoke a lot of Spanish, mm -hmm. but yet, uh, like I was able to manage my way 
through school and with him and um i think eventually i I can't remember i think it was third or fourth grade i had a teacher that uh, would play the guitar so i remember that (laughs) and so yeah so each teacher was they were very unique and like i don't know i think it was pretty cool like they were very memorable you know really i think just because i was young yeah and had them for the whole year. Mm-hmm. So I think it was pretty cool to to have all those teachers and I'm very grateful for all of them. Yeah. Any other questions? Yeah. Um, I'm kind of, as I'm talking, it's, it's mainly I'm kind of focusing on like K to fourth. Yeah. Kind of K to third, I guess. So my question is after kindergarten, when you went into like first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, did you know your classmates then? Or, like, did you have a lot of the same kids in your classes as you got older? Or was it kind of every year you didn't really know anybody? Oh, no, yeah. I, I, I knew everybody uh, because all those kids were... So, like, most public schools, it, uh, you're placed in that school because you fit in that, like, mile radius, right? Yeah. In that bubble. Mm. The the kids that I grew up with in, in kindergarten, we were together for so long and I I just don't remember, you know, who they are, or what their names are. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure we went all the way to, like, up to middle school, maybe high school. Yeah. I definitely remember some of uh, good friends of mine. We made it all the way through, like, high school together. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we grew up together. And mm-hmm. um, a lot of people kind of split once they graduated from elementary school because there were just there were uh, different middle schools yeah. that were kind of just based where you lived, right? That you would go from to 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 those specific middle schools. So I think we say like half of the kids I graduated with went to my middle school, and mm-hmm. the other kids went to the other one. Yeah. But yeah, so I grew up with them pretty much. So that was kind of neat to graduate with them in, in high school. So K to third grade, and I was a at a school in Jesse G. Sanchez. That's the name of the elementary. And then from there, um, they were building right next door. They were building a brand new elementary school that was for dedicated for fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. Oh, interesting. So it was like in a way an expansion, but it was still a diff- a, a different uh, school. Yeah, like same different name, but it was kind of in partnership with like the school. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we were the first in fourth grade. As soon as I went to fourth grade, um, we were the first like, students to to break in the the, oh. the the new school. That's cool. Yeah, so we were the first class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to move in to that class, and so it was pretty neat. Yeah, that, so that I went from JCG Sanchez School to MLK School. Okay. Yeah, it was still elementary school, and um, it was pretty neat. So new facility and new everything, new classrooms and different teachers and different vibe. I think it was pretty nice, and, and it seemed like it was a place where you know you're where fourth grader could be a fourth grader, fifth grader, and sixth grader would be, a, you know, yeah. that grade. And so it was a little different atmosphere, right, with, like, even the playground. It seemed a little, like, just it's different. It's not for yeah. little kids anymore, right? Mm-hmm. It's more for, like, that age. So, yeah. like, basketball courts were there. Uh, no longer a jungle gym there, right? It's pretty mm-hmm. much, like, four square, um, tetherball. Um, that's pretty much it. Okay. And then a racetrack. And that's it, yeah. So it was, uh, it felt different. And, um, and it, it was interesting because right next door, right, you still have that, that younger K to third grade school. And you could see the, the playground from far away from that, <laughs> your play, playground. And oh, you really? see the little kids in the jungle gym and everything. And so, yeah, it just seemed like, did man, you miss like, it? I, I kind of, oh, I did. Yeah. I think I did because I started to realize, like, well, I can't really like. I need to let go of these toys. I gotta let Aww. go of all these like kid like things, you know. And so <laughs> the idea of playing with toys, it, it seemed like I had to let go of that, you know, dream and, and playing with toys. Mm-hmm. Um, once they hit like maybe fourth grade, but I still hold on to my toys, right? Yeah. And so I still wanted to be a kid, you right? Know, and play but you with still them. work, <laughs> right? Yeah, but it just yeah. seemed like it's you know all these classmates around you, they're all about I don't know having maybe like playing cards, right? Trading mm-hmm. cards instead of toys, video games, and all yeah. that stuff. So I was kind of uh, heading that way of like I have to maybe let go of these toys and whatever. But anyway, hmm. I think I'll pause there for you know in fourth grade, fifth grade there. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's turn the tables back to you. But well. Let's turn the tables to you. Okay. How was your experience that year? Yeah. Like kindergarten, first grade, third grade. 
I think one of the biggest things about like being homeschooled that people might not realize is that the years don't definitely don't feel as like distinct as mm-hmm. I think it probably does being in public school because mm-hmm. from year to year, especially when I was younger, there weren't any like really big changes. Mm-hmm. I wasn't getting like a new teacher or yeah. new classmates. I wasn't ever, I wasn't in like my environment didn't change. Mm-hmm. And so the years kind of like run together in my mind. Mm-hmm. So I don't have like distinct memories from kindergarten, from first grade, from second grade. I just kind of remember school in general. Yeah. And so my like early memories of school are good and like happy. I just remember having like my school books. So basically, I guess to kind of paint more of a picture, um, I did like independent homeschooling. So that means that everything was just like within my family Mm -hmm. so there was i mean we did extracurricular things and we sometimes did like meetups and occasionally like classes and things and Mm -hmm. field trips with other homeschool families but day to day like week to week it was mostly like self-contained and Mm -hmm. which is within our family and my parents were the ones making all the decisions for like um for our schooling yeah so the big kind of like exciting thing i think for me (laughs) every year was like getting my new school books Mm. and like seeing my new books Mm -hmm. and like what they looked like. And I just remember having like a fresh crisp book was like pretty exciting. Yeah. So I always thought that was very cool to see like my new books and to be like ready to like dig into them for the new school year. And Mm -hmm. we would do like, we didn't do year round schooling. Some homeschoolers do that, but we would take summers off. Okay. um, Just like a regular school year. Mm -hmm. So come like, Usually September, we would usually start back to school, like early September. And so I would always get excited, yeah, to like just start my new book, start the new mm-hmm. the new grade. So basically my memories from when I was really little was just having my like little desk in the house where I lived as like an elementary schooler. We had this really big open area, like this big open room at the very front of our house, like right when you walked in the front door and it was technically supposed to be like a living room. Mm -hmm. You know how some houses have like a living room and a separate family room. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be like that, but we used that big living room area instead as an office. Okay. And so we just had one wall was covered with like these big bookshelves, Mm -hmm. tons of books. And then the rest of the room was basically desks. It was like an office. Okay. So my dad had like a really big desk, like a big L-shaped desk in the corner with his like computer. Mm -hmm. And then my older brother had his desk Mm -hmm. and then I had my desk. So we all had like our little desks set up Mm -hmm. and not like school desks, but like (laughs) office style desks, you know? So what I remember from being really little was just like me and my brother, me and my older brother, just kind of like working at our separate desks in this office room. Um, doing like doing our schoolwork and then my mom would like come in and like check on you know check on our work see if we needed help with anything but a lot of it was pretty like independent once Mm -hmm. I started getting a little bit older so I think like kindergarten first grade it was a lot more like hands-on with my parents and then as I got older it was a lot more like independent work Mm -hmm. I think by the time I was in like fourth grade fifth grade it was really pretty independent and I would kind of just go to my mom if I needed help with something. Mm -hmm. I definitely have like very distinct memories of like my math book, like sitting there with my math book Mm. and doing that. And my memory, which I think I, I don't know if I've shared it on here before, but I definitely talk about this a lot is just trying to learn how to write, like how to write words and not understanding how to make a space between letters or between words Uh and i remember my older brother he's four years older than me i remember him like trying to tell me like okay after that letter now do a space before you do the next letter and i was like what do you mean a space like Mm -hmm. a line and he was like no not a line just a space and i just couldn't understand the concept of Mm. how how do i write a space yeah and i was so confused and so that's just like one very distinct (laughs) memory i have from i must have been probably like in kindergarten yeah yeah, I think a lot of 
Like when I kind of think about how my feelings and stuff around school at that, in those years, I think I just felt like proud of like mm-hmm. my work, like proud mm-hmm. of the work I was doing, um, proud to like get answers correct and and things like that. And there were quizzes and tests to take mm-hmm. um, as I would go. And I think it, it was all just very like, like I was just happy with it, you know, and that was just the way that like we did things. Yeah. And I definitely remember, especially as I got older, not wanting to do school, not wanting to do my work. And I think because of just the nature of homeschooling and having more flexibility. Hmm. And so there were times when we would start later in the day or we would take a day off or whatever. So I remember sometimes just wanting to like take advantage of that and be like, well, do I have to do this today? Or can I just not do math today? And I promise I'll do like double lessons tomorrow and mm-hmm. things like that. And um, so I remember those feelings too of like, oh, I just don't want to do this. Why do I have to do this? And, yeah. and things like that, you know, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, for the most part, I think during those years, it was just, I really enjoyed it. And I feel like I was just learning, learning a lot and also like proud of my accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the hours, what were the hours? Like, was it strictly like, okay, at eight or, or nine to two or three? No. So what were they? <laughs> we, I don't, I could be wrong that maybe we had more specific hours like when we were younger, but in general, what I remember is it, there wasn't a super strict schedule. It was more, it was kind of just more like once we got up, had breakfast, and we're like ready, then we would start doing our schoolwork. And so some days that might be like at nine, some days that might be at like 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. Um, but we would generally try to start, you know, in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then usually we would just work until we were done. And so it didn't matter. Typically, it didn't really matter if it was like, like some days we could get done with our work in like two hours. And mm-hmm. so we would only be doing school from like, you know, maybe like 10 to noon and then we were right. done on some days, but that was more rare. But hmm. then other times, maybe if I like took a super long break in the middle of the day or mm-hmm. got distracted or something, and then I had to get back to finish, then sometimes I'd be doing my schoolwork until like the evening. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like super strict as far as the hours. Mm-hmm. And it was more based on you need to get one lesson done in each subject every day. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I had like five subjects every year. Oh, really? And yeah, from like, I think from kindergarten, maybe not, maybe more like from first or second grade. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always had five subjects, including like history, science, all that. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I just knew how much I was supposed to do in each book every day. And so once I did those, then I would, you know, move on to the next subject. I could do them also in any order I wanted. So some days I wanted to like start with math. Other days I like to get it over with. <laughs> some <laughs> yeah. days I didn't want to start with math. And so I could yeah. do them in like whatever order I wanted. Uh-huh. I just needed to like get it done. Gotcha. So, yeah. Okay. Any other questions? Yeah. So, so you saying you had to get it done. So like you would uh, get open the textbook and say, okay, I got to do this lesson for today. So would you read like as a as a first grader, second grader, third grader, would you like read all that stuff and or would like your mom or someone read it to you, right? Because you're, you're I don't yeah. think you could read at that <laughs> no, age. I wasn't a genius. No, I think that <laughs> just, um, just because just to clarify, because you're saying I would do those things. Yeah. See, I think I I don't think I have super strong like concrete memories from like K and first probably. Yeah. Um, cause I th- so I'm thinking probably more of like third, fourth, fifth. Oh, okay. Cause I, I think in kindergarten for sure, it was a lot more of like, my mom was teaching me, she was teaching me how to read. Mm-hmm. Right. That was like the, I mean, that's the biggest goal in yeah. kindergarten is learn to read yeah. and learn to ca- like count to a hundred or whatever. Yeah. And so most of that was done with my mom. And so she was like working through the lessons with me. Mm-hmm. And then probably similar in first grade, you know, we're like working through the lessons together. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking more of like, by the, for sure, by the time I was in like fifth grade, maybe like fourth, then it started getting a lot more independent. And so mm-hmm. one thing that I think was really distinct from my experience versus like a public school experience is that beyond those first couple years, until I got to high school where it changed a little bit, 
I never had lectures. Like there was never a uh, teacher like teaching the concepts to me. Everything was out of a book. Mm. And so like when I was doing history, for example, I had my history book and I would read. So I would just read the section for that day. And then there were questions to answer and I would fill in the answers to the questions. Mm -hmm. And then there would be quizzes to take. And then like at the end of that unit, there would be a test to take on the whole unit. Okay. And so everything was just reading and then answering questions. There was never like, here's like this person, you know, teaching me, talking to me about the concept. It was all like from the book. Oh, interesting. So yeah, that's, I think something that like, I didn't realize that that was unusual until like I was a lot older, you know, Mm -hmm. because that's just how we did it. Right. Uh, is that then um, not common for you to do what you, you're, the schooling that you did? No, I think it is somewhat common for homeschoolers. But I think, I just think it's interesting because I think there's probably a lot of students who don't learn very well that way. Yeah. And who need more like visuals and auditory and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. And which I'll get into that because that does kind of play a part in my schooling story later. Yeah. Um, but for me, in those years, like, I don't think I was missing out on anything for as far as myself, like, academically. I think mm-hmm. that um, I was able to learn those things that way. And when yeah. there were things that didn't make sense to me, then I would go to, like, my mom or my dad or my brother mm-hmm. and be like, "What? I don't get this, or especially yeah. with math. Right. That was the biggest thing. It's like, I don't understand what's going yeah. on here. It's very interesting and, and also want to um, make sure we, you know, we uh, ask questions that some listeners might have, yeah. like, have no idea, you know, how the world of homeschooling and stuff uh, compared to, like, public schools, right? Because I always pictured homeschooling, um, like I've seen, I think, in movies or something where <laughs> the parent is the teacher and they're giving a lecture of like, okay, today we're going to discuss um, Thomas Edison. Yeah. Right. And and, uh, and here's a lesson of it, mm-hmm. right? History lesson. And so pretty much what the parent knows, the teacher, the, they'll pass that on to their kids. Oh, And then gotcha. what the parent doesn't know, then it's like, well, let me look up some sources for you to, that I don't know for, for the, for you guys to learn, you know? Yeah. So I think that like as a parent considering public school, I think that there was just a lot of pressure of like, well, I don't know, like I'm not the very best at like science. So that how am I supposed to pass this on to my kids, you know? Um, and, and so, uh, but I know that there's other like ways of, of homeschooling where they're the parent or someone is like the teacher lecturing, right? There's, yeah. there's lectures and I'm sure there's also like hybrids of, of homeschooling where it's mixed between like lectures and discussions within classmates as well mm-hmm. mixed in and also like your independent time. Yeah. Right. Because you, what was it called? The, the type of uh, homeschooling you did independent. Independent. Oh, just independent? Just like independent homeschooling, yeah. Independent homeschooling, okay. So what what are the other types, I guess, since I'm already kind of getting into like different types of homeschooling? Well, what, I, know, what types? I know like charter schooling. So what is that? That Charter schooling is the one where you typically will like go to a class with other homeschoolers for like a couple of days a week. And you might take like a science class or a history class or something. When this is like a, like at a Yeah, sometimes uh, it's at school. like a church or... Um, something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Are there any other types? I think so. Um, that you know of? <laughs> I think. The thing is, I can't remember what this is called. It might still be through charter school, mm-hmm. but it's more where you're still doing all of your schooling at home with your parents, but um, there's like somebody kind of checking in, like checking in on your work and making mm-hmm. sure that you're getting done like what you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. There's more, I guess, accountability for the curriculum that way, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And I'm sure there's a lot of other things that I'm missing, but that's just kind of like what I know. Well, you know what you did. Yeah. Um, okay. That's good. Well, since we're kind of have been talking for uh, the majority of the time, like K to third and going into like fourth and fifth. Yeah. How about just um, 
focus on elementary school and obviously we could add in anything as far as like the big concept of of public of 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 schooling okay but we could kind of uh try to focus on elementary school years mm -hmm. and then another time we could do middle school and high school okay but uh i, I, li I like where this is going i think that yeah. there's a lot of uh things that uh, a couple of little things i didn't know and i also was good to just remember certain things right that that you mentioned earlier but anyway so fourth, fifth, and sixth, right? For me, it was a little different because it was a different school. Yeah. And one thing I didn't bring up is um, graduations or promotions. Now that we call, <laughs> yeah, we call those events promotions. But back in the day, we called them graduations. Mm -hmm. And so in, from going to kinder to first grade, we had a kindergarten graduation, and we had a little cap and gowns and everything, oh, and took pictures. And uh, there's a little picture of me with a fishing rod. It with my cabin gown. I don't a know why there's a fishing rod. rod. I don't know. It's in my parents' house. I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, so <laughs> I gotta share it. It's it's very interesting. Like I, I was staring at that picture last time we were at my parents' house, and I was just like wondering why a fishing rod. Like, yeah. what's the metaphor here? Yeah, maybe there is some sort like, of metaphor. Why yeah. this prop and why not something else? <laughs> or I don't know. But it, it just I'm holding this fishing rod with my cabin blue cabin gown, mm -hmm. and <laughs> and so anyway, um, hopefully that cabin gown's somewhere. But uh, I'm sure it's really really small. Anyway, so I graduated um, <laughs> from kinder to first grade, and then I remember graduating from sixth to seventh grade. Right, um, different schools, different from cities. Sixth to seventh. Yeah, because seventh eighth was uh, middle school. Where, where oh, I'm from, yeah, right, and so I think the amount of change certain things now, yeah, um, all over the place, like especially as like being a sub substitute teacher, I've realized that come to realize that there's uh, six, seven, eighth, uh, like that, that 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 group is considered middle school. I think that's something that changed. Uh, I think it was a time thing, not like a location thing. I think that later in life, like. I'm not sure if it was a California thing or like all mm. over the country, but that changed like I think a little later, like maybe a little after we were in okay. junior high. That makes sense because yeah. that's a, that was a common thing in uh, Oregon and I think here as well now. Yes, I think it just it changed at some point yeah. after we were already yeah in like high school or whatever. So um, yeah, so it's it's one of those things where it, it you know it's a thing now and but back in the day it was sixth grade that was the last grade for. Um, elementary school yeah right so last three years of elementary school were just interesting because i started to as i got older there was just the the, the social peer pressure the the teasing the all that stuff that kind of comes with like being in a big group and yeah. um starting to hit puberty yeah right in fourth grade like i mentioned i was the only kid with the the mustache right i think one of the few kids with that yeah. and i hit puberty really quickly and that was embarrassing i wanted to shave mm -hmm. i wanted to learn how to how to pick up the razor and uh shave yeah shave the little hairs i had on my um upper lip so <laughs> uh anyway it, but the good things of, about it was that um, I think that it was a really good school and a great um, principal and vice principal. I talked about this before where we had not the principal, but the vice principal would always hang out every time we had lunch uh, while we were waiting to get our lunch in fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. We had this vice principal that um, he would just like talk to kids and tease them or, you know, just like hang out with them, talk to them, <laughs> make jokes and all that stuff. And he would always have this basketball and he always do would do the trick with his finger where he would spin the, the 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 ball yeah and so that was a really cool for us to see that to watch the best <laughs> principal do that uh anyway and then along with with um schooling there was also like after school programs mm -hmm. we i was a part of and other little groups and and clubs i was part of uh, for a while i was part of the choir and then eventually I oh really like, yes eventually i was like i don't think i want this and i stopped showing up to it and um <laughs> and so yeah it was one of the things i'm like i just i think i'm done with it mm -hmm. and also there was like science fairs and um so many cool little things like activities after school programs and um, little like field trips we would go to. Mm -hmm. And so there was really awesome things. And again, the teachers, I really specifically remember just everyone and they were all unique and just different in the style of, of teaching yet it was very good mm -hmm. and um i think once we hit in fourth yeah in fourth grade we we would switch off 
like teachers we were like for a while we would go to um this other classroom and so then this teacher would like teach us on certain you know subjects certain things right and um so i think i like that little break from like our main teacher we were you know and and, and um I, it's something that you see that in like middle schools yeah and obviously in high schools right yeah and you have like six different teachers so uh we started doing that little routine of like going from one teacher one teacher to another and oh, that's um, interesting that's that was cool. really nice yeah, yeah. Uh, and so i got to meet other teachers as well and um for the most part i think i got really good teachers some were kind of mean and like very like strict and yeah. um and so i remember one time i got in trouble and actually a few times like maybe a handful handful of times i <laughs> I kind of just was like, oh my gosh, okay. Yeah. But overall, they were, they're all great and they were very, like, they were there for the right reasons. You know, I think you Mm -hmm. could see that in the way they would teach and care about the kids and would stay after school sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, and so I think that I really liked the little community of friends I had and, just the where it was as as far as like the location in in the city and once I got a little older, I decided to walk to my house from and to the the school. Like instead and of the bus. Instead of the bus, yeah, there was no bus for me because it was so close. It was like literally like a ten minute walk. <laughs> it was super oh, okay. close. Yeah, so I would walk always um, always to my to my house, and so I would always walk with a group of kids, you know, and uh, so yeah, we got we got a little little things uh, that made the school uh, fourth fifth and sixth grade really uh, special and interesting you know mm-hmm. like i don't know if i think as a little kid i was like there's nothing special but then just in retrospect i think that it's pretty nice to kind of look back at those things little things that yeah. made made public school a thing and anyway well let's actually get into that because i wanted to talk about and i like your idea of just breaking this up into just kind of Mostly talking about elementary. Yeah. Yeah. Just because like, I mean, there's still so many things. Yeah. Right? There's like, a lot. I didn't talk about like parades, like, uh, parades. You, you would, uh, for Halloween, you could like dress up and then we would do like a little kind of like catwalks all around. Like we would, so it, around it, the school, around the school. So yeah. So, um, the last like hour of, of school, mm-hmm. we would he- head out outside to the, uh, playground and all the kids would sit down in this big like square or like uh-huh. rectangle. Yeah. And and so then the kids that were dressed up, they, they we get we got to walk inside the 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 square or the rectangle. So the kids would that were sitting down on the ground, they would see us with our costumes. Oh, okay. So so we would do that. <laughs> That's funny. And um, yeah, so there there was that, and also the yearbooks. Can't forget about the yearbooks. Oh, that, that was you had yearbooks that young. Yeah, we did. Uh, we still have them. Like I, my parents have. Like so I think the earliest that we we had was like was maybe third grade or okay fourth grade. So every year my parents would, would do that. Would get the yearbooks and <laughs> we reminisce. So yeah, there's like a yearbook is like a big thing too. Yeah, you know, especially as you get older in like high school. So anyway, yeah. but yeah. So what, what's your what's okay? Your question? So I think I want to talk about for like this last section here. Looking back on it now, and I think like being parents and also teachers mm-hmm. like we've both worked in schools we did yeah and so just kind of the lens of like us as adults but then also remembering back to our experience and thinking like okay what were the things that we really gained from our schooling experiences and are then, you specifically focusing on like the elementary school yeah. years okay and then what were the things that we feel like maybe were missing or were more difficult for us because of our that we wish maybe had been different or like we would do different now with our own kids or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just basically like what were the pros and cons kind of, and yep. I'll, I'll go first. I go, go ahead. If that's go okay. Ahead. Cause I feel like that's fine. Yeah. I feel like just with homeschooling, like I think I'm sort of more aware of like the differences mm-hmm. than you might be because you had sort of more of the like traditional experience. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think for me, like I said, my memories of like school during those years are pretty fond. Like mm-hmm. I enjoyed it and I really, so I think one thing for me is that my childhood and school, like there's not a, there's not a dis- big distinction between mm-hmm. just my childhood in general, my mm-hmm. family life and school because it all happened. It was all like intertwined. 
mm-hmm. you know, there wasn't specific, like I said, there wasn't specific like school time mm-hmm. and other time. And like just my normal life was happening at the same time as like my education, if yeah. that makes sense. So when I think about my childhood, it was really happy and like really positive. And I think that I really value the the freedom and like the flexibility that mm-hmm. homeschooling allowed in my life. Mm-hmm. I think the amount of time that I was able to spend with my parents and with my brothers is something that I realize that a lot of um, kids don't get. Right. Like just the sheer volume of time yeah. you know, that I was around them. Yeah. I think that's a really positive thing. And I think mm-hmm. that that speaks to, or, and I think that that is a direct cause of like the fact that I do have like really good relationships with, you know, with my brothers and with my parents and like, I'm really close to them. Mm-hmm. I think that part of that is due to just like, the amount of time that we were together. Yeah. So the freedom and the flexibility, like I don't think I would trade that for anything. (laughs) Like I I really, really value that. Mm -hmm. I feel like in many ways, like the word carefree is kind of a word that like we always want to associate with childhood. Like Mm -hmm. a childhood should be really carefree. Right. And I think that mine was in many ways. And a big part of that was because of being homeschooled and just having that flexibility to like, finish my math and then like run outside in my front yard and like um, climb a tree. And and then, you know, right after that, like take a break and go to the grocery store with my mom. And like, there was just a lot of flexibility and like our days didn't look the same, like from one day to the next. Right. Like there was just a lot of freedom there. Mm -hmm. And with that, you know, I think I did learn some life skills Mm -hmm. that I might not have learned if I had spent more time in school. Yeah. Um, I think just things like, like I just did a lot of things with my mom, like, you know, shopping mm-hmm. and also like helping to take care of my little brothers, which is something that I loved, like when we had a baby in the yeah. house, you know? And so I learned a lot of things like that and just how to like do things around the house and stuff like that. And so I think that there were some life skills mm-hmm. that I definitely gained When it comes to, like, the structure of public school, I think that there is um, value to that, though. Mm -hmm. And I think that I definitely can see as an adult now, like, the value of the structure and, like, the way that kids learn in school how to be part of a group Mm -hmm. and how to, like, listen to a teacher, how to, like show respect to adults and to other children that you don't know mm-hmm. to these like strangers, like mm-hmm. you said, you know, being put in this kind of uncomfortable situation. I think that there is value to that. Yeah. And so I think that there are social things that I didn't learn yeah. at that age. Yeah. And I think that I wouldn't trade that. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I wouldn't trade the the freedom that homeschooling brought, but I think that, that there is also a lot of value to like the structure of a school setting, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't think that like for me, I think that I did get that from other places mm-hmm. like church and youth group and karate and things like that. Yeah. I think that I did learn those things, but I think that like a balance is important mm-hmm. between the two, like the freedom and also the structure. But I think that um, I feel like especially during those years for me, like, that balance was actually pretty good yeah. because I think the structure that I didn't get from school came from other places. Yeah. And then academically, I think that it really worked for me. Like I said, I don't think that for every student, for every child, I don't think that the way that I was schooled would have worked. Mm -hmm. But I think that for me, it did. Mm -hmm. And I think that I really got a good education. I think that I learned a lot. I did really well being like self-motivated and kind of keeping myself on track. Mm-hmm. Obviously with guidance from from my parents, mm-hmm. but it was just that a lot of it did involve me kind of, especially, like I said, older elementary years, taking a little more 
ownership of my work. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's actually a really positive thing. Mm-hmm. But it could have backfired. <laughs> like, I totally. think that for some yeah. kids, that would totally backfire. And it they would need more structure and right. need more, like, specific instruction. Yeah. But for me, I think it was really good. I think the last thing I'll say is just there are certain things that I see now like in public school where I see like, oh, that's a really positive thing that I didn't experience. Like Mm -hmm. being able to be involved in like different clubs or like groups and just meeting more people, just like meeting more other Mm -hmm. kids. But yeah, so I think that like when I think back on it, there's a lot of like really, really positive things and obviously things that I, I'm sure I would have benefited from mm-hmm. from being in public school. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I definitely think that it was, my experience was like really good for me. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? I think so. Okay. As for me, I would say public school was um, specifically focusing on elementary school uh, years. I would say it was very, it was pretty good. I think for the most part, I mean, it was really hard at first letting go of my parents and going to this new world where there's like, everybody's a stranger. Mm -hmm. I think that was very scary at first, but then getting used to the the system, the way of life, it's like, okay, well, this is how it's going to be Uh, about six to eight hours of school. Like, getting ready waking up for school going to school being in school and then coming back from school and then the rest of the day is for my time and or first homework and then you know my time and that's it and then dinner bed that's it so so having that like structure i think was really good and hard because like i wanted more time to play right sometimes the weekends were were time to just 100 percent just play right other times would be as i got older it was to um finish the homework that I had to do right <laughs> yeah. um, from Friday. But most of the time it was to relax and enjoy family, family time. Um, but uh, I think for the most part, I, I, I think I would kind of, I don't know. I think I would dread going to school most of the time. Mm, yeah. Waking up and going to school, getting ready was just tough. I think I, I wasn't, a morning person yeah and i don't think i still am but i think that really made me just be responsible for myself because as i got older i would ha- get, have to get ready on my own right my parents were oh, yeah. there to to wake me up and, and everything so i had to um wake up on my own and get ready and eat my breakfast on my own and head out you know um, because my parents will be already at at work i think that really helped me uh, be more independent yeah and Last week we talked about lying, cheating, and stealing. Like <laughs> I could have easily just not gone to school and yeah. um, and stayed home, you know. But uh, I didn't, and so I think that it could have went the it could have been the other way around, where I just didn't want to go to school, so I decided not to go to school. But mm-hmm. I did, you know. And so I think the teachers I had, everybody was just. Um, like I said, unique and the in the way that they taught, I think I enjoyed it. And I think overall, I think it was fun and it was challenging. I think that that was a big kind of. Uh, I think that that's how I would describe just school in, in elementary school was like it was challenging but rewarding and then mm-hmm. fun too. So when I say challenging, I think also when I like backtrack to the not knowing English at all. Yeah, and being forced to learn english mm-hmm. um and i think that was very scary and definitely challenging to uh to go through um the f- first like three years um with just relying on sp- you know and the the teacher talking to to us in spanish and then eventually there was no longer that option and yeah it was strictly in english so that was really hard that memory of like me transitioning from speaking solely in spanish to then being coming a bilingual kid uh it was very blurred yeah um, it was really hard um but i think it was good like it really molded me to become you know i think a better person and a better student uh and 
being surrounded with other kids that were were strangers to me that eventually became classmates and then friends. I think that was really cool and special to have so many kids out there that you get to choose, pick and choose who you want to hang out with. I mm-hmm. think that was really cool uh, and have that freedom, recess to, to play and have time to just hang out with your friends and be into with, you know, with like playing marbles or cards, <laughs> you know, Yu-Gi-Oh, all this stuff, Pokemon, yeah. all those things or video games. Like being into all those things, I think it was really cool to um, have that unity with someone like saying, hey, we're going to we're going to do this together. Mm-hmm. And um, and so uh, to grow up with kids my age, I think that was really cool because especially I, I didn't have siblings around me that were the same age as I was. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have anybody else like my age to yeah. play with and hang out with. So I think having school as like a, a, a place of like safety and comfort and yet challenging but mm-hmm. fun. I think it was really nice to have that and also to have that in a way like distraction from like life. You know, I think that easily it, the place I grew up in, it, it's, it's um, surrounded by like a lot of um, violence. And um, like I, I talked about this before, like literally I think neighbors, um, next to us there was always every week or so there was always like cops and ambulance Mm. showing up to that place and you hear gunshots and for so long um i would every time we hear gunshots i would think there were fireworks and i think it was being just how naive i was yeah of that and i think that it took me a long time for for me to realize like actually those are gunshots Mm -hmm. and so i would hear a lot of uh quote-unquote fireworks like every single week yeah growing up in that kind of atmosphere it could be obviously dangerous and um and scary but to be at a school where you feel safe and surrounded with other kids i like know what's up and Mm -hmm. know like the like the news that happened the night prior or what's going on you know in that in that city yeah i think it's cool to have that community yeah you know so i think that public school really it just extends past the educational system it's also just a a social system where it it works um you know for many kids Mm -hmm. it it really is a a, an amazing place and i think as you get older with middle school and high school that really is like a really powerful thing to have right um having people around you that like grew up and uh, next you know next to you and and uh our neighbors or um that they live in the same street as you like they it's pretty cool to to be living life together yeah i mean i didn't have any other choice to, um like as far as like schools to go to right or type of school yeah. schooling um because my parents worked um like two different jobs and um and so they were when I was in school, they were working, and especially as I got older, like when I would come home from school, they weren't there, and so um, also had like just independently, just kind of grow as an independent person, yeah. and and you know just know my know my um, the rules, the guidelines to follow, and and uh, taking care of my little brother and sister when they grew up as well. Mm-hmm. So being the babysitter as well, that was a, a role that I played. Um, so there's all that stuff, all these different um, factors that played into mm-hmm. into school, right? In public school. Um, that being said, I agree with you. I think that, like, with, as far as like homeschooling, I think that that is a very cool system. And as far as like in my world, in my um, lifestyle, and in, in my life, we didn't have that um, that freedom, yeah. you know, to have uh, my parents or one of them to to be there and. For, for her to uh, teach me. And I don't think they, they knew that that was an option, right? And so I didn't, I never heard of the words homeschooling until like college. So I didn't know that was a, that was a thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was an option. So yeah, I think that's really important, like at this point, because I didn't say this when I was talking about it, um, to recognize that it is a huge privilege to be able to choose um, to homeschool if that's what you want to mm-hmm. do and that doesn't mean that homeschooling is like inherently better it's definitely not yeah. but the ability to choose that is definitely um, a privilege and it's not just something yeah. that everybody has access to or that everybody has the, that choice to make yeah and i think that that's a really important like point to make and a really important important distinction is yeah. that it's not something that everybody 
can choose. Right. Yeah. Even if they wanted to. Right. Yeah. I think that for some people, it wouldn't be their choice, you know, even if that was a choice that they can make. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that for some parents and also for some kids, it's homeschooling isn't the the best option for them, mm-hmm. even if like um, financially and with like all their resources and everything that it doesn't, even if it didn't make a difference one way or the other, mm-hmm. I think that some people like that public school still is the best choice, you know? Yeah. Um, so. Um, so you're saying that if money wasn't the uh, a factor that some people will still say public school still like yeah so i'm saying that it's very important to point out the fact that um being able to choose the type of schooling whether that's homeschooling private schooling charter school public school whatever unschooling yeah Yeah. being able to make that choice is a massive privilege that a lot a lot of people don't have right like just the choice but i'm also saying that if everybody did have the same resources Mm -hmm. to make that choice I don't think that every single person would go with homeschooling and that every person would go with this exact type of homeschooling at Mm. all. You know, I think that it's not, and I don't think that that's the conclusion that we're coming to in this episode is like, oh yeah, homeschooling is superior. Right, right. I think there's a lot of things that we both recognize are really positive about it. Mm -hmm. But I think that you also have a lot of really positive things to say about your experience with public school too. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so I think there's so many pros to both. Right, there's definitely pros and cons on both sides of of the the schools. Mm-hmm. I definitely see like how awesome it could be having a lot of time with with your parents and having the freedom to be at home. And and I think that learning from home, I think, is pretty cool. And I think that would really eliminate so many like um, pressures, so many. Um, uh, like a lot of stress yeah. off of you. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, I might've benefited from some type of like um, a similar uh, system yeah. um, schooling, such as homeschooling when it came down to like how um, your grade is, is becomes a grade. Right. And it's based off like testing quizzes, yeah. essays or whatever, especially um, testing. I think it was really hard for me realizing like, I'm not a really good tester Mm -hmm. and I panic and I choke. Right. So I think that having a different, um, having an um, alternative to testing, I think it would have been cool. Yeah. Right. Um, Which I think we'll get into another episode when we talk about um, the same topic, you know, we'll talk about like, middle school and high school when the grading and and all that stuff, how it's done. Right. And the differences between homeschooling and public schooling. Mm -hmm. Right. There's a lot more to talk about this. Yeah, there is. Definitely, especially as we go into middle school and high school years. Uh I think this is going to be a really good um, part two, but to wrap this uh, first part, I think it's cool to talk about the differences and to put them kind of um, together and and compare them. And especially if you're considering like putting your kids into public school or homeschool or what kind of school, mm-hmm. um, I think that that then becomes a little more of a serious topic more than just like listening to, okay, cool, awesome, cool facts or whatever. Yeah. And then now you have to really consider, okay, w- what should we do? You know, right. what are the options that we have? Um, and as far as like that would go, I think that we would need to have a serious conversation later on as parents, you know, when we have kids Right, where and we so, can make that choice. When, when, <clears throat> Whoa, where we can make that choice because, yeah, yeah as I was going to say, is like for us right now, it's very easy to just kind of like toss around these ideas and it, it be very kind of like hypothetical because yeah. our kids that we've had in the past, like we didn't have a choice mm-hmm. for what their schooling was that was determined by the government. Mm-hmm. But then we're also not in a place where we have to make that decision for any like biological children right now. And so it's very just like hypothetical for us. And I think that in the future when, you know, we are going to be making that decision like for real, it'll be a lot (laughs) like there's just, there's going to be a lot more to talk about. Yeah. For sure. But Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll we'll see. But uh, I think that to kind of um, put this, to wrap this up, I think that one thing to to consider is uh, the student as the individual. Um, and to to understand that student and how they they do in certain environments, mm-hmm. 
you know, they, they do amazing and in a place where, um, there's one teacher and like 30 other students, um, do that, do they do, how well do they do that there, um, versus how well they do with having one like teacher and with like two other classmates, Yeah, you know, um, so I think that uh, it's really cool to, it's really fascinating to talk about this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think out there on and in the Googles and the internet and Ethernet <laughs> in the ether, there's not the answer, right? Just like so many things, there's a answer, right? There's an answer, um, and and some some things might not work in this type of schooling and stuff. So you have to look at the pros and cons of that type of school, mm-hmm. right? So there's that, and um, yeah, and like you said, there's also like unschooling, and like I know nothing of like the world of private school, um, but oh, really? I think that's also interesting too, yeah. you know. But we can't really speak on that. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I think this is really good, and. Um, I'm excited to talk about it more. I think we'll do. We should do part two next week. Yeah, and then maybe if we do a part three, we should have a private school kid, a uh, unschool kid, a charter school kid. And I'm sorry if I'm missing. I'm. Sh- I know I'm, sure I'm we're missing. missing. Yeah. I know. I I know that I'm missing like several. There's more than yeah. those four or five. Um, I, I just you were forgot the say, names of them. I thought you were going to say we should do part three, which is a homeschooler and a public schooler go to college. <laughs> Oh, because we both graduated from college. We sure did, but, but differently, very differently. Yeah. Yes, very differently. You and I remember Budapest very differently. We sure do. Um, <laughs> but this was fun. It was fun. It was fun. So this uh, episode was in the books like a year ago, and this was an idea that we had for so long, and mm-hmm. so we finally put it out there. So um, yeah, so I hope y'all enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh, if you didn't, um, bring on the feedback. Let me know. Um, we have an email. You could uh, message us with that feedback. You could say something like, hey, Ali, Savannah, well, the one thing you talked about, the one place at the one time at this minute, I'm not sure about. Um, <laughs> I would love to discuss that further with y'all. Uh, and you can email us at thepolulospodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And also, if you would like to be like a friend of ours that gave us a shout out recently, please do so. Give us a shout out on your social media. That would help us a lot to get the word out there that we are here, that there is a homeschooler and a public schooler <laughs> doing a podcast. Wow. Share that with everybody on your socials. That would be amazing. And also you could rate us on Apple Podcasts if you're listening to us on the Apple Podcast devices out there. I know y'all are listening to us on those Apple devices. So give us a <laughs> five star rating with a comment, with some feedback, whatever y'all want. Go ahead and do that. So that is it. Take it away, Savannah. And as Albert Einstein says, education is what remains after one has forgotten what one has learned in school. See See you you next time. time. Wow. I'm so surprised you did that. <laughs> I could do more, but... I, I bet. We can end it there. <laughs>